Freaky Dink Fingerhut here with more hijinks from the 70s with my old pals, the Dazzle Dudes. Well, after that shall we say less than stellar club debut at Marvin's Lot Elite, the dudes found themselves in a bit of a funk, and I don't mean like George Clinton. But as I said when we last spoke, the guy passed out at the table with the WTFH ad salesman was Fred Fremont who owned a local donut business called Blanche's Donuts. Now, Blanche's has done pretty well, and they had a couple locations at that time. But Fred had become an instant fan of the dudes when he heard them play the Peepaw's Barbecue Spot. He liked them even more after he got drunk and heard them play the Lady of the High Life at Marvin's La Elite. So I approached the dudes to write a spot for Blanche's Donuts, which they did surprisingly quickly. I always suspected that it was Carl, the guitar player, Billy, the bass player, or Jimmy, the drummer, that actually wrote those jingles, but of course, Jesse, being the typical lead singer type, always took the credit. He wanted everybody to think he was a genius. Of course, I don't know if it takes a genius to write a donut commercial. I guess Barry Manilow and that gang did all right with him. We recorded it in little WTFH studios with some time left to cut another of the dude's own songs. Of course, Fletcher Lafayette again wanted to do the voiceover. Who likes donuts? Everyone. Yummy, tasty, tummy fun. Where'd you get those donuts from? At Blanche's, alongside the humble donut, one may find a variety of exotic selections such as cream horns, Bismarck's, Quellers, and the like. A veritable cornucopia of toothsome treats to delight even the sweetest of teeth. At Blanche's, downtown and State Road 21, See you there. I said, who, who, let's donuts, everyone. Yummy, tasty, tummy, fun. Where'd you get those donuts from? Wedges, wedges. Yeah, wedges. Now, it goes without saying that back in those days, none of us that worked at WTFH, including me and Fletch, were any kind of experienced audio engineers. So when we had to cut those jingles and PSAs and station IDs and whatnot, we didn't really know that much about what we were doing. And we'd routinely forget and leave the tape corner running after we was finished. When I was going back through these tapes, I found this interesting little exchange that had taken place right after we'd done the Blanche's spot between Jesse and Jimmy. Kind of gives you a little insight to what the relationship was between them at the time, if you hadn't already figured it out. 
Gacy. Yeah. Come, come, come here, man. Man, uh, I, I want to talk to you about something important, uh, okay. kind of man to man. All right, look. Uh, okay. Uh, what is we it? We both man? know that what's yeah. going on with you and my mama Connie. is causing some consternation within the structure yeah. of this band. Yeah. Well. And if we're going to do anything significant. In the future with the band, uh-huh. we're going to have to come to some kind of agreement about this. I see. I mean, you know, man, it's like that's my mama, Connie. you know? And, like, you know, you're the singer in the band. Yeah. And, like, she, y'all are, like, real different ages well, and everything. That doesn't and, matter, man. You know, you know, it just makes uh, me feel cool lady. real weird all the time. Well, it shouldn't and make you feel weird. It gets me nervous and I don't know oh, what to do man. about it sometimes, so I just want you to know and think about that a little bit, well, you know, and just think about how it makes me feel. Well, you know, man, like I said before, we're all just creatures grazing oh, man. on this L- planet, look, really? man, you know. And okay, please, we, please know, don't start in on that animals grazing on the planet shit again, man, I tell it's you. it's true. You know, yeah. th- you know, I, don't I don't know where know. you come up with that, Jesse, it's but, you know, I guess in theory, man. sure, it's fine. But, it is you know, I mean, I tell you, it just pisses me off it every time shouldn't. you use that as an... It shouldn't make you Well, mad I tell all. you what, I tell you one thing. I bet if I punched what? you in the dick right now, it'd make a big difference in your grazing habits, wouldn't you? Well, I wouldn't uh, write any checks with my mouth that my hands couldn't cash, well, man. I, I can know, cash any, really any check that my hands write with my mouth. I, uh-huh. I check, I can cash it. Yeah. Daddy, I get the uh, shit uh, out of you. Uh, yeah, well, you okay. son of a bitch. Well, okay. I- so another clip that I come across was kind of unusual. I was present while Fletch was recording one of his never-ending air checks, which I come to realize was his way of keeping his acting chops together. When we got a surprise visit from the owner of WTFH, Hollis Halloran, who went by Captain. Captain lived out in the Midwest somewhere, and he owned a lot of different businesses, and WTFH was one of them. So we get these surprise visits from time to time. He's a big older fellow with a big personality, and he liked money. A lot. This is Fletcher Lafayette, station manager of WTFH in Mixon, Georgia. Toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat. Peter Piper picked a peck of pickle peppers. Peter Piper picked a peck of pickle peppers. Six slim slick hickory saplings. Toy boat, toy boat, toy boat. Well, hi, toy boys. Boat. Why are they hanging? <laughs> Who's that little cutie at the front desk? Hey, Captain, what a surprise. Hello, Mr. Halloran. Yes, that young lady is a new hire. Her name is Rachel. She's very organized and... Hey there, Fleming Connie Captain. And I'm going for that Mr. Shit. Yeah, that gal's a cutie. I said to her, Hey, sugar, why don't you hop up here on Captain's lap and let's talk about the first thing that pops up. <laughs> you know, that used to work sometimes, but women have gotten very different, very different. Well, I just wanted to duck my head and tell you boys what a fine job you're doing. Numbers look good, good, real good. Yeah, they look really good. Yes, sir, Captain. Some of the programming changes we've made seem to Yeah, have... good, good, good. Everything's working out real good. You fellas play whatever you want, as long as you make the money. You know, that long green. <laughs> yes, sir, Captain Halloran. The sponsors... Yep, that folding stuff. I... We like that at my house. Well, we'd like... Spending money. 
Cabbage. Kevin, we've been getting some good response from the sponsors by using a local rock band to do custom commercial spots. It's pretty popular. Lettuce. Yeah, Dick Harlow's been talking to me about that. He's real excited. Said the sponsors are getting fired up about those boys' jingles. What, what's that? What's that band called? Daddy's Dues? What kind of weird name is that? I'll never uh, pretend to understand that rock and roll stuff. <laughs> well, actually, Captain, their name's the Dazzle Dudes. Well, that doesn't make any more sense than Daddy's Dues, but who cares? Hell, I listen to Perry Como, greatest singer alive. Plus, he's real relaxed. None of that damn shaking around. Anyway, I love the fact that we've got our own hidden house band now. Makes us kind of like NBC or something. We need to figure out how else we can sell these boys, don't you think? I mean, you look around, all the kids have money, they'll just buy any shit anyone tells them to. Maybe we should put the dues out there on their own album. What do you think? Well, Captain Halloran, as you know, it would be illegal for us to make an album and then promote it on this radio station that's not unlike the payola affair from back... Oh, hell no, Fleming, I know that. But look, I got a couple of pals who used to run Picnic Records now. I know you heard of that company. They're getting ready to do some new promotion through this independent TV station up in Atlanta where they sell records right on TV. You just call the phone number. Selling the hell out of all kinds of products, too. Those Picnic fellas would probably put up the money for a Daddy Do album and then sell the dickens out of it. Something to look into, don't you think? Well, yeah, yes, sir. That does sound interesting. Yeah, sure. Good idea. Good thinking. Thanks. Thanks, Cap. Good, 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 good. Listen, listen, I'll, I'll get out of you boys here. I already talked to the picnic guys, and you'll be hearing from them soon, I imagine. So long, gentlemen. So, just like that, the captain showed up and prefigured the future of sales right in front of us. I mean, there wasn't no internet back then. Hell, there wasn't even no QVC yet. But there was the superstation. And that was about to change everything. And in the meantime, the dudes were back in the basement. Didn't have no idea of any of the stuff that was brewing behind their backs. They were just slogging away, as usual. What would make it better, Jimmy? If you didn't suck, like if you died or something. Well, that's not going to happen, so see if you like this new song. I just came up with it. It's called Rock and Roll Hot Plate. Oh, you're kidding. I thought it was called Somebody Please Kill Me So I Won't Be Such a Bastard Anymore. I tell you what, it's getting to the point where we're just going to have to shit or get out of the truck. Did, did you just say shit or get out of the truck? That's the stupidest thing I think I've ever heard in my life. Wow.
I, I, I don't, I don't know what it means, but it just means we just need to, we need to get something going on, and it's not happening. Everything we're doing it just sucks. It's just not working out. Man, I think y'all just need to work on getting your differences sorted out. I mean, you know, that seems to be yeah. Well, you need to work on getting problem, your differences please. sorted out too. Well, I mean, I ain't got any differences that uh, that I know of. Okay, uh, you know, I think everybody just needs to take a big chill pill here, man. I mean, you know, bands go through this kind of stuff all the time. It's not that unusual. I mean, we don't need to get so freaked out by it. I mean, like, think what would happen if the Beatles had just said, to hell with it, you know, after the idiot at DECA turned them down. I mean, it's the fucking Beatles, man, you know? You know, Jesse, I've just gotten to the point where I just hate the sound of your voice. That's it. Yeah, well, you know who doesn't hate the sound of my voice, man? You son of a bitch! Shut up! So as I said, it was business as usual over at Dazzle Dude Central. But what the dudes didn't know was that all that day WTFH had been playing that Blanche's Donut commercial that they had done to great success. Because the next morning, right about the time that Carl was clocking in over to the hardware store, Billy was already starting to twist wrenches on a tractor and Jimmy was taking the order in at his daddy's liquor store. Jesse was still sleeping. Blanches discovered that they had sold out of Bismarck's, Crullers, Bear Claws, and all the rest of their donuts at both locations. History was being made. copyright 2019 you can find dazzle dudes on apple podcast android google podcast stitcher spotify pretty much everywhere else you get podcasts you can go to dazzledudes.com and listen to it and subscribe there too get your friends to listen to it get them to subscribe to it help go upside somebody's head if you got to go on itunes and give us a good review and some stars right on